It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash raise unfiltered ulysses we actually have some legitimate tampa bay rays related news as he is back the arch is back chris archer is back in a tampa bay rays uniform assuming that he passes the physical which who knows with that i mean with all the injury history that he has accumulated in the last couple years but According to multiple reports, Chris is coming back to the Rays on a one-year, $6.5 million deal plus incentives. Um, so the, the Rays couldn't land Corey Kluber. They couldn't land Jamison Tyon or Joe Musgrove. So I guess Archer was maybe plan D for the Rays or down on the list after those guys. But in any case, they have a veteran pitcher and a familiar veteran pitcher to the franchise and I am very curious to get your thoughts on what you think of this deal I mean there have been rumblings throughout much of the offseason that Archer could be brought back but it is actually happening here uh a lot of thoughts obviously I I think first of all conspiracy theory because the Rays did not come to an agreement with Tyon or or Musgrove from the Pirates they just wanted to show up the Pittsburgh right. front office and say, okay, well, uh, fine. We'll just finish making a fool out of you and, and, and get Archer back in, in our clubhouse. That's my conspiracy. I, I agree with that. And I don't even think that's a conspiracy theory. I think that has legitimate legs. What is so funny about that is yes, it all comes full circle as the Rays now theoretically have Chris Archer, Shane Boz, Austin Meadows, and Tyler Glass now on the same team. Plus, really, all the Pirates got out of the deal was they had to take a uh, they had to take a financial hit. They they also lost several yep. million dollars for all intents and purposes. They, the Rays basically shifted all the millions of dollars that Archer was owed in 2019 and 2020 without much product uh, production at all to the Pirates. So it's it's a big fu to the Pittsburgh <laughs> Pirates organization. And maybe who knows? Maybe that's why Chris Archer was like, hey. Maybe there's some teams out there offering me eight, eight and a half million dollars, but let me also show up the team that I didn't yeah. really have a very good time with uh, in, in the National League and, and go back to the Rays and, and really show them up there. It's going to be such a funny conversation between uh, Archer and Meadows and Glass now, and uh, something tells oh, me that trade will be brought up in the clubhouse. To be a fly on the wall in that clubhouse when those when 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 those conversations begin, which I'm sure that they, that that that'll happen. Okay, 
So diving into this signing, uh, there's, there's a lot here to, to unwrap. First, the Rays have needed pitching. They've needed somebody to cover innings. They've, we, we, we've talked about this endlessly uh, since um, October uh, finished. So it makes sense that you, you, you get, finally you get, you get a pitcher. What doesn't make sense to me is that the, the options on the, on the salary terms the salary terms exceeded my expectations for what the Rays were looking for. I thought, you know, they were in the two to $3 million range, six and a half million. It does exceed my expectations to what I thought the Rays were going to, to do for the rotation. But uh, seeing as they, 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 they couldn't land, um, uh, you know, Corey Kluber or, or, or other names like that. But I think, Kevin, it, it's a little bit unfair for Archer, uh, if that's what he's being brought back to. I mean, if, if, if you're bringing him back to provide innings, it's not fair to ask a guy who hasn't pitched 150 innings since 2017. That right. so, so, so what is he being brought back in? If, if it's for innings, that's not fair. If he's going to be used with an opener and, and provide two times through the order, which I think would be perfect for, for Chris, it would vote, vote very well for, for his numbers. Is that worth the money then? Six and a half million dollars for, for a guy who can only do that. Uh, so it just doesn't really make sense there, the, the financials to what are you expecting from him? Because if, uh, if it's innings, that's unfair. And if it's just two times through the order, seems kind of expensive. That's a good point. And what we should realize is we have, for the last several months, as many other people have been, criticizing the Rays for not spending and for offloading payroll, getting rid of Blake Snell, in, a, in essence, getting rid of Charlie Morton, trade rumors of Kevin Kiermeyer going around, and, and so many other guys. I mean, they have cut so much salary to this point, but now they're actually spending for better or worse. Is that not a good sign that they're at at least they're throwing a couple of bones at somebody and who knows, maybe this is something where, you know, Stu Sternberg as the owner, maybe he has a little bit of a soft spot in his heart for Chris Archer and all he provided to the organization and the community over the years. And maybe he's like, okay, yeah, he's probably only a $4 million player, $3 million player, but We'll bump him up a little bit. I, I'll, I'll bring him back. I, I, I'd, I'd fund that little bit extra to see him back in a raised uniform and bring that nostalgia and maybe re-energize the fan base and, and what he did in his early years. So I think we should almost be, whether this works out or not, whether he throws zero innings, 50 innings, 100 innings, 250 innings, I think we should just be at least, let's take solace in the fact that the Rays are actually forking over some shekels here. Forking yes, over some shekels. But, now, who knows? Maybe they, maybe tomorrow they trade Kevin Kiermeyer and then they, they right. offset that six and a half million. But for today, at least they're going out and spending money. And that's a good point you make because with the salary, we had talked about it. We were like, uh, you know, with, with Archer's injury history and having the, the outlet syndrome thing going on, which I mean, that is basically a career killer for so many pitchers out there over the years that it was like, well, Archer probably maybe a, a minor league deal or something very small, maybe something Waka-esque, but then you go out and look at what some of these 
other pitchers are getting for one year, two year deals, like the, the amount of money that Mike Miner got and Robbie Ray got and Drew Smiley got and Jay Happ got and Corey Kluber, of course, got that it was like, okay, well, I guess in, in a sense, maybe it does make sense that Chris Archer gets that amount of money. I mean, if, if Robbie Ray gets $8 million, if Jay Happ gets $8 million, if Drew Smiley gets $11 million, okay, maybe, maybe that does make sense. And also I'm sure Chris Archer has a pretty darn good agent too. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think the agent did pretty well here. Uh, look, uh, talking about uh, um, the, the melancholy of it all and the, and the reunion, you're never going to drive me away with, uh, uh, with that. I love that part of the game. I love the comeback uh, story. When Griffey returned to Seattle, that was awesome. I mean, you just loved seeing that each row too. So you, you love when the guys come back. Even Delman Young kind of came back for the Rays yeah. uh, for a minute there. So, so it, it's always nice to, to, have, to have that. Now, I think on, on the second part, look, there is a great article on fan graphs titled Phil Hughes and the sobering history of thoracic outlet injuries. And although there's obviously limited data because there aren't that many pitchers that have gone through this um, and then come back, the results are very sobering indeed. Uh, Seldomly Kevin, do the pitchers come back to pitch at a higher level or even the same level prior to TOS. Mm-hmm. So, so again, we come back to what are the expectations for Chris Archer? Because if the expectation is to provide innings and be a, what, a top three in the rotation, he's your number three starter behind glass now in Yarbs. I, I think, think that's a lot of pressure for somebody who hasn't pitched 150 innings since Longoria was with the Rays. This is how long it's been, people. Right. He hasn't pitched a lot. So he's not that workhorse anymore. Can he be? We hope so. But what are the expectations for Archer? If I had to guess at least to start, and I think at the high end, he'd probably be the number four. I think it would be because you have to throw Waka in there, I would presume, although Archer is getting paid double what Waka is. But I would think just to start him out and to work him in as after an opener used in a bulk roll, three, four innings at a clip. And I think... Yeah, his numbers the the last several years, especially with Pittsburgh, atrocious. And I know there's that belief out there, and I guess sort of a fact that Pittsburgh, they just pigeonholed all their starters into, you're going to be a two-seam sinker ball guy. And that wasn't really Chris Archer's skill set. He's better as a top-of-the-zone four-seam, use that slider off of that and go from there. So I think that the Rays can do some little tweaks there. And really, if you're only being used in three, four, five innings at a time, maybe you really only need those two, three pitches. Really pare down and and hammer down on those instead of trying to be a jack-of-all-trades sort of a deal. But I also think besides the amount of innings he provides, and I don't know what this is worth if he got an extra pay bump because of this, but we talk about um, the raise and how many young pitchers are going to be expected to step up this year, have to step up, right? The prospects, the names that we've, we've run through endlessly, Shane McClanahan, Joe Ryan, the list goes on and on and on Louis Patino. Um, What Chris Archer does provide is a great clubhouse presence, great veteran leadership, been there done that experienced and i don't know if you can put a price on that look some of these guys might come in cocky i mean we 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 remember well 
the the snafu between Brent Honeywell and Chris Archer. Hey, young buck, I'm going to put you in your place. You haven't done crap yet. And Brent Honeywell still hasn't done crap yet. But <laughs> since I know then. You, since exactly. Then. But like Shane McClanahan, again, not when at least when he was coming out of USF, there were questions about his maturity. There were questions about his confidence bordering on cockiness. Like you need a couple Whoa, guys in there. You need a core in there that can say, okay, this is how the show goes. This is what it means to be a professional. I think adding him to the equation with Waka and then of course Yarbrough and, and Glass now studying, uh, stepping into veteran types. That's an important, important thing for this team as we talk about this being a transition year. The intangibles are there because you know where Chris Archer comes from? He comes from the James Shields school. That is the type of pitcher that you want on your side. Okay, that bulldog mentality that James Shields had, that was passed to David Price, which was passed to Alex Cobb, Chris Archer, uh, down to, you know, Snell, mm-hmm. and, and and hopefully now Glass now and, and Yarbs. Like, so it's, it's nice to see that come back into the fold. And it gives a little bit of continuity sort of for a race team that rarely has really has the opportunity to, to, to have some continuity um, maybe with a gap there with Archer, but it's nice seeing that a guy that played with Longo that played with Shields that played with price is, is going to be in this clubhouse that played with KK when KK was just a rookie. I mean, th- th- this is, I think the intangibles are positive. I, 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 I being back in a market where he uh, knows where he has a house in St. Pete. I think that helps. Uh, I think the intangibles are there. The issue, I think, will be most TOS cases have gone south. Right. And and, and very um, obviously uh, with the data that is provided, can he rise above that? That's the number one question. And number two, the the, the innings, a pitch, how are you going to work him? Because if it's three to four innings, I think that would bode very well um but maybe the six and a half million tag seems expensive but maybe just like we talked about the character clause for the hall of fame saying well it only is always used negatively how about you use it positively and this guy chris archer maybe got a little bit of a bump because of what he does with the community with the archway foundation yeah and 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 he's a fan favorite and and the way that he speaks to the media always with his candor and, and transparency you, you like that. And, and, and a guy at the top step of the dugout. Again, that David Price, James Shields mentality of all for one, one for all. This is good for these uh, kids that are going to be in this transition year to see a leader like that. So I think maybe the bump in pay was because of the intangibles. Yeah. And I think the Rays probably also are thinking at it as they've, they've saved so much money already. Six and a half million is nothing. I mean, they're, they're still in the right. black, so to speak. Um, as far as their payroll is concerned and really have a lot more flexibility. You, they, they should be able to spend a lot more if they wanted to. And yeah, and it's not just the, the outlet syndrome that he had been dealing with. I mean, it's hernia issues, labor issues. So the, the list goes on and on for the 32-year-old. And I know um, 
you know, he's, he's look good. There's like Instagram videos and he looks good. Yeah. He's thrown against air. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thrown against air. Anybody can look good against air. I can look like a, a division one college basketball player shooting threes in the park with nobody guarding me. So I like that. I want to see look, those videos. We should put that on the Twitter feed. Let's see. I Kevin might have to. shooting threes. That, that That's the Indiana bump right there. People. That's there the we Indiana go. Purdue, Notre Dame, uh, uh, feel. I like it. Indiana, the list goes on and on Butler. Yep. 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 Um, here. Okay. I I think I've, I've come up with, and we'll continue this discussion about Archer and and we talk about the innings. I've got some, I think fun little prop bets over unders concerning the Archer signing and some listener comments, but here. Okay. 2021 for the race. I've got the headline. I've got the title. Here's your slogan prospects and reclamation projects that's your slogan that's your four-word slogan when you add in all the prospects that are going to be expected to contribute and all the guys that the rays are expecting to turn things around from austin meadows to michael waka to yoshi sutsugo to now chris archer and there's several others as well so hey i you know what i think the rays really should should give us like a a little marketing bump there, a little bit of a salary, a little bit of I'm a, gonna, a. Can I edit it? Yeah, I mean, okay. I agree. I agree with that. I agree that I've, I've that, got that, the I've got the outline. I've got the blueprint of what of what it should be. I want to add something to that. I, I want the prospects. Love that reclamation projects, a hundred percent. And then can we add comebacks? Because I don't think an Austin Meadows is uh, in the reclamation project. Okay. Uh, or, or you know, or, or Yoshi Tomosutsugo. You know, I, we were looking for comebacks from these guys. So I, I want to add that one. So prospects, comebacks, and reclamation projects. That's the 2021. That's even better. Uh, That's race. perfect. You know what? I think we just, not only is that the slogan, but I think Topkin and, and other beat writers out there are going to steal that headline. If well, they steal that headline, we want some gratuity for that. Okay. Hey, That's ridiculous. You, he- you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Locked on race. Um, so that, that's 2021. Uh, for you. Uh, yeah. let, let's see those listener comments because uh, I, I want to know what people are thinking because I saw that poll and people are not very sure about this, I, I don't think. It's either they're no and the unsure was around 45, 46%. So, yes, there's a that. lot of mixed signals. We'll get to that. But first, we've got to tell you about a couple of our good friends like Built Bar. Built Bar, we've told you about them before. They are so delicious. The greatest protein bar on the planet, I say. 18 amazing flavors, including several new flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon, almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. And why are Built Bars so good? Well, they're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They're also, I don't know how they do it, but they find a way to do it. They're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high protein, and they're high fiber. For example, I've got the cookies and cream flavor right in front of me before I take a bite out of it. Uh, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams sugar, and just four grams net carbs. Those are MVP level stats right there. So go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on L O C K E D O N. And that'll get you 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. 
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It just does not make any sense at all. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Okay, Ulysses, continuing on the Chris Archer discussion. Before we get to some listener comments here, uh, one note that has to be made and actualized here is Chris Archer does need to be added to the 40 yes. man roster. So somebody yes. has to go in the next couple of days. Right. So who's that going to be? Perhaps KK's traded. Perhaps Willie Adamas is traded. Perhaps Mike Brasso or Kevin Padlow is traded, or no. maybe they just dump Ryan no. Sheriff or Brett Phillips. Like there's a lot on the table here no. that could happen. Something has to give in the next couple of days. Unless I guess what they could do is couldn't they assign one of the prospects? Could they take them off the could they take well, I guess I, I don't know if they could I, take Patino off the 40 man to to open up a spot for Archer. I don't I know something I, has I, to happen. Something has, something has to happen. I don't think any of those are, are going to be the option. I think it's going to be either Trevor Richards off the 40 man. Is Cody Trevor Richards Reed. on the 40 man though? I don't think he is. Uh, he's not. Okay. No. I, I thought so. Um, I know you wanted to put him on there so you could take him off. That's <laughs> the easy answer. If they had okay, just okay. added Trevor Richards as, okay, <laughs> you're the, you're the scapegoat here. Look, I, I I've got nothing against that's the why, Silver That's Fox. why I said maybe it's Sheriff. It could be Ryan Sheriff. sheriff. Like, let's there be you. honest. Yeah, Sheriff, Cody Reed, Trevor Richards. Those those, those pitchers are the ones that I'm um, I'm fumbling around in my brain. But yes, you're right. A move has to be made. I don't think a big powerful move will be made in order to make space for Chris Archer. So yeah, Sheriff. If we had to pick a guy, I think it's going to be Sheriff. Which sucks because I really like his yeah. story. His personal background story is just one of uh you know determination and, and perseverance and you love that about the human spirit so so all the best to ryan sheriff if, if it yes. is for him but um yeah a move has to be made man and and we'll and we'll probably know within the next 24 48 hours yeah so are we are we putting our money on sheriff is the guy that's going to go is that our consensus yeah. here i think so. I, I think so let's be honest he has an incredible incredible personal story and rise to the majors and if it does happen you hope he signs a minor league deal elsewhere and continues to make money and play pro baseball for a living but his stuff compared to what the other pitchers provide is very pedestrian and it's like he's got that yeah lefties lefties but i think yet so I, i think cody reed 
would be able to, assuming he's healthier, gets healthy pretty quickly that, look, I, I think they could find a way if, if you have to do without Sheriff for a couple of weeks, I, I think they could make do. It's not like he, I, I don't think he's relied upon. He's a very, uh, expensive piece. So French guy, very yeah. fringy, very yeah. fringy. Yes. I would say. So, um, that that's our answer right there, but I I'm also going out there on a limb and saying, don't be surprised if, if there's another blockbuster move to be made here. Um, okay. Continuing on the, the little fun stuff here. I have some over unders for you with Chris Archer. Okay. Let me stretch out. Let okay. me stretch out for these over unders. Um, over uh, okay. under, yeah, you got to stretch out like Archer. You don't want to pull yeah, no, a labor. No, no TOS, baby. Yeah, yeah, no TOS surgery. You've had some rotator cuff issues, but that's true. Yeah, you you need. Uh, that's why I obviously don't throw ninety five. It's my rotator cuff issues, bro. That's what it is. I think you need yeah. to go to Balco. Okay, get uh, some some special treatment there, like <laughs> Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, so on and so forth. Uh, over under <sighs> for Chris Archer in twenty twenty one four point two five ERA. God, damn! I hate these because it's always a a, a, a want or I think. How are you You're doing? Honest, this? Want got, you got to be honest. What is your honest opinion in view? Not this isn't what you want. Obviously, what we want is Chris Archer to be a side. You have a zero ERA. Okay, okay, fine. Four point two five ERA over under for Chris Archer. I'm gonna go. I'm sorry, Chris. Over. Slightly over or slightly significantly? like okay. I think like a fourth forty, you know. I agree. I think it's somewhere around that range too. Um, look, he's not his mid twenties days, but I also don't think he's bad as bad as he was in Pittsburgh no. because he was so terribly I misused. Hope so. hope so not. Yeah, yeah. I think like if you look at some of the indicators, at least before he missed all of 2020, like the spin rates were there. The velocity was there. The swing and miss was there. It was just that Pittsburgh was having him throw sinkers. He wasn't a sinker guy, thigh high stuff. It was getting sent for a ride. I mean, wasn't there that game against the Atlanta Braves where he gave up like a record six home runs or something like that? Oh yeah. Four in one inning. Nasty, nasty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you like, and it just becomes a, a cycle of, okay, you have a bad outing and you don't really believe in what the Pittsburgh instructors are telling you to do. And then you feel down on yourself and then you're part of a losing organization. And it just all matriculates to the point of, I don't even want to be here. And I don't really like not to say that, look, he has, he is a high character guy. He is a high motor guy, but a terrible, terrible work environment. Hey, do some things to people just saying Uh, 4.25 ERA. Uh, that's like 2018 with the Pirates. So I'm going to change my answer real quick. I did a quick Google search. He's going to go under. Change my okay. answer. How much under? under? 4.25. I think he's going to be in the force okay. or, or very close. Like I got 408. 408. Yeah, that's the range I'm looking okay. for. Boom. Ooh. All right. Over, under. Oh, the innings. Over, under. I, I have this written down, but I, I think this might be too high, but uh, I'll stop editorializing. Over under 125 <laughs> innings. God, I hope higher than 125. Um, it's what you think. It's make... your honest viewpoint, though. Look, we want him to yeah. throw 300 innings at, and, and be a yeah. Cy Young winner, but 
probably not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, if he has 20 starts, he would need to average over six innings to, to do that. So but again, this is going to be a 162 game season too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how many, is he going to stay healthy and all that? I'm going to say under, under okay. 125. How much under? Around 80 to 100. Okay. So you're on the low end. Okay. I got you there. Um, well, I think I might know your answer to this, but who knows over under 125 strikeouts. He is a high strikeout guy. He strikes he's out a, a lot high of guys. Strikeout guy, but um, you know we don't know how he's coming back from injury. I think the injury just puts a big, big, heavy, you know, question mark on him. And uh, I'm just gonna say under under 125. Okay. Does he get over 100 though? If he's pitching what I think to be 80 to 100 innings, I would expect him to hit 100 strikeouts. Yes. Okay. Uh, final one here, and this isn't very nice, but <laughs> over under, over under 20 home runs allowed. Oh my, oh my, that is you're a- taking into account the amount of, you're, you're assuming that he's not pitching a whole lot of innings. Yeah. Oof. But he also gives up quite a few home runs too, historically. So that would be one home. And this run is the AL East five too. innings. They're facing yeah, the Yankees uh, and the Blue Jays and some of these teams. Many I times. think it's and we don't know how how the b- baseball is going to be shaped in 2021. Where is it? You know uh, the the home run friendly ball. Uh, I'm going to they're going to use yes. a golf ball for 2021. Yeah. It's going to be a golf ball. <laughs> Every uh, contact and, and is a aluminum bomb. bat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with over 20 home runs allowed. Okay. Kind of barely over like 22 something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. All right. Uh, again, listeners out there, you can participate in this. We might have to even put this up on, on Twitter's a little over under. Ooh, yeah, thing. we should do. Maybe this. get in contact yeah. with betonline.ag to see if they'll do these Chris Archer prop bets as well. So, Ooh, that would be um, nice. okay. Uh, we put a uh, poll question out there. Do you like the Rays bringing back Chris Archer on a one-year, $6.5 million deal? 54% of our listeners say yes, 24% say no, and about 22% are unsure. They don't quite have a formalized opinion on this. And uh, some of the commenters here are very back and forth. It's it's pretty split here. It could go either way. Uh, Sam Bayless says... Yeah, I love it. He knows the clubhouse. So many kids coming through. We need a veteran presence. Uh, cheap as well. Okay. Um, John Garvey, yes, he's good for about four to five innings. And then there's the raised bullpen. Smart move, in my opinion. Uh, Yoshi, or uh, Sensuko Fan Club says, I'm unsure if only because of the dollar amount. I think it's a slight overpay, but considering we've dumped 27 million by trading Snell and letting Morton walk a slight overpay. Isn't that big of a deal? A one-year deal. Isn't much of a risk. Lord knows Stu can afford it. See that that's what I'm going for. <laughs> they, they've, they've saved so much money with the, yeah. the Snell and the Morton mess and then bringing back Zanino on a cheaper deal and, and trying to nickel and dime uh, Ryan Yarbrough and G man Choi. Like, okay. And by the way, you got to feel kind of bad if you're Ryan Yarbrough and G-Man Choi's like, man, I've been, I've been loyal to you. I've, I've right. stayed healthy yes. for the most part. And yes. I, I can't get that extra 500 K what? Right. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's absurd. It's absurd. But again, like the, these Twitter comments, they're very split, and and and, and it shows because forty six percent of race fans that voted for this are not on the boat. They're saying uh, yeah. either no or sure. That's forty six percent. So it, it, it's 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 re- it's rather telling. People don't know about the injury. People like reminiscing. This is the the conflict here. Yes. Um, Gs Louise on Twitter says his numbers have declined a lot since 2016 and he sat out last season due to thoracic outlet surgery. Uh, I think it's too much money since no one knows for sure what they're going to get in return. Hopefully he'll bring a healthy shoulder and attitude with him. Quinlan Deegan says, love this move. One year deals have high ceiling, low floor written into the contract language plus the intangibles you get with Archer. The real question is whether he's buying Snell's house. Yeah, that's something we'll have to maybe discuss <laughs> later this week is mm. Snell putting up his house. I think we should get some sort of GoFundMe or some sort of uh, collaboration through Venmo and our Locked On Rays listenership. Let, let's, let's buy it and, and have it be a party house. Snellzilla, the Locked On Rays party house. Oh yes, that would be fun. That one day, baby, we we will we'll, we'll do that. Come on, we've got some wealthy listeners. I think that can that can throw it down. <laughs> I, I'm good for about twenty five bucks. I'll put that. I think it was listed for about like one point <laughs> four million or something like that. Yeah, so, one point four mil. Well, we, yeah, I mean, we can find a way to do it. How's your how's your GameStop stocks doing? Oh, don't even get me started on that. Oh my <laughs> goodness, look, I. My safer bet, not playing the stock market, but betonline.ag. There you go. Making my bets on that great website and looking at my bank account just increased and increased there. Um, <laughs> Devin Garnett says low risk, high reward. Uh, Evan Bush says overpaid. Okay. Uh, Reefer. Reefer on Twitter says, I'm refusing to hate it until he gets 12 strikeouts and six earned runs over four and a third, like the good old days. Okay. He did that a lot in Pittsburgh. And then finally, we got an email from Ty McCann. He says, I think the biggest thing signing Archer does is put the nail in the coffin of who won the Pittsburgh trade. I can't imagine this feels good for Pirates fans. Yeah, we might have to kind of get some comments from the Locked On Pirates host, how he feels about this whole deal. I mean, this trade basically got Neil Huntingdon and Clint Hurdle and so many others. Uh, Ray Searage, I think, was the pitching coach. All fired. All all can't. And deservedly so. Deservedly. And and probably many of the, the analysts in the front office and such, it's like this is this is going to be a black eye for many many years and even more so uh, today after the deal is finalized. If you were in that room and you said yes, this is a good trade, uh, people around you that are still there are going to remember who said yes and who said no. Yeah. Uh, so so you know that that has to be said. No, uh, yeah, final. Uh, those are all good comments. Uh, you know we have seen the archer that does. Four innings, no runs allowed, and eleven strikeouts, and and we're like, oh man! But then he gets out, and then you know that's it. Or but we've also seen the four innings with ten strikeouts and five earned runs. So yeah, that's a lot of Archer. It's going to be a mixed bag of this, and I, and and I think people are going to like 
the the usage of, of him if it's done the two times through the order. I think even people that don't like that, uh, which, you know, I hated it when it's Snell and Morton at 85 pitches and you're taking them out. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to be on the 100% side of if it's Archer and it's pitch 79 and he's already gone th- twice through the order. Yeah, take him out. I'm going to be completely okay with that. I've, I've We've seen enough of Chris Archer to know take him out before he explodes that one. I'm a hundred percent. Okay. With are you going to buy a Chris Archer Jersey or Jersey? I wonder if there's anybody out there for one year, if they'll put down the money to do you that. Know, you know, what's really cool about this actually is for all Archer was a fan favorite. People loved Archer. Actually our buddy Zach Dab said that his favorite player was Chris Archer. So there are a lot of Chris Archer fans that probably do have jerseys, probably do have the jersey even again. of Chris Archer, and they get to wear it again. How cool is that? I mean, that's that's really nice. That's the thing. I think it's part a solid move, makes sense in a way, but also part publicity stunt. Yeah. Part way to let's reinvigorate the fan base because people are down in the dumps about Morton and Snell. Let's try to bring them back up a little bit right. and remember the quote unquote good old days. Now, if Chris Archer starts looking like Eric Bedard, you know, yeah. it probably won't be so fun, <laughs> but at least for a little bit and what he does in the community and everything like that. Look, I'm just, as I said earlier, they're at least spending some money, which you have to, you're a pro baseball team. You're yeah, an MLB I mean, team. I- I mean, in a way they're spending money, in a way they're not spending money, but at least today they've literally spent money. I, 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 I'm, I'm 100% with you, but I do want it to be known that $6.5 million shouldn't be something that we are giving a standing ovation to a baseball team for doing. Like, th- let's, let's also say that. It, it shouldn't garner this much, but because the Rays never spend money and all they've done this offseason off is basically shit salary, like it was their number one priority, yeah. it is nice to see the $6.5 million. Uh, even, even though, you know, the expectations there, we, we don't know what the expectations are. Uh, I think again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it a thousand times. If it's innings that they want from, from Chris, I think that's very unfair. Um, he hasn't done that since 2017 people since 2017, he hasn't pitched more than 150 innings. So why are you bringing him? If, if it's for the intangibles makes sense, but two times through the order, I think will be the perfect thing to, to, to see, uh, from, from, from Chris. And maybe he does get to that 100 inning, uh, pitch plateau this this season get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new locked on today podcast peter bukowski hosts locked on today a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes subscribe to locked on today wherever you get podcasts All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked on Rays. Now tell your smart guys to play the most recent uh, episode of Locked on MLB Prospects. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Friday. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.